Michael Swickard here, talking about stories about New Mexico. Let's talk about green chili, and it might even be a medicine. We're brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company of Las Cruces, award-winning hatch green and red chili. Boy, is it good. It's from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, the chili capital of the world. I was talking with some visitors to our area of southern New Mexico the other day, and we went through several of the areas of interest when they're sitting around the coffee shop. You know, that when they're here, no, I'm not a big Billy the Kid supporter, don't really want to tell any stories about him. And yes, the wind blows vigorously in the spring, and I try to ignore it. And I don't worry about rattlesnakes. No, I don't. So we got to what they were the most interested in, New Mexico green and red chili. That's how we spent our time at the coffee shop. One person asked, is green chili a food, a condiment, a spice, a trade good, or a medicine? I answered, well, yes to all five of those. Let's start with chili as a medicine. Do you think of it as a medicine? Well, the other day, me and my family had the sniffles. It happens during the winter. We felt a cold coming on. Now, this is not medical advice, and I'm not that kind of a doctor. Even if I'm Dr. Michael Swickard, I'm an educator. Well, I went home that afternoon, and I made a big pot of green and red chili stew with meat and potatoes and lots of chili in it. Now, it might have been the placebo effect, or it might have been the vitamin C in the chili that did its thing, but the next morning, none of us had the sniffles. Obviously, as they say in research, further research is warranted, and I'll be glad to do it. I have some jars of Hatch Valley chili on the shelf just waiting for the next sniffle or when we get the urge for green chili stew or red chili stew again. Now, over thousands of years, our current chili pepper plants and the ancestor plants before them, they've flavored the foods in our area thousands of years. In the last 120 years, chili peppers, due to the research done at what is now New Mexico State University, have become a commercial crop. Over the years, the chili pepper crops, in a commercial sense, have spread to other states and to Mexico as commercial crops. Now, this is very important to understand if you're wanting to understand the New Mexico chili pepper industry. When we ship oil and gas and things like that, somebody uses it, they can't tell that oil is New Mexico oil. Now, New Mexico has about 25,000 separate farming operations. We have great growing conditions and plenty of water for farmers. Now, here's what you need to know. The taste of New Mexico chili is a -a one-of-a-kind, uniquely New Mexico taste, especially the Hatch Valley area. There's a problem with the commercial chili pepper crops being grown somewhere else other than in New Mexico, and here's the problem. Often to sell their produce, some of the chili pepper growers in other states claim that even though their chili peppers were grown somewhere else, even in Mexico, they claim that their chili, and they label it as Hatch Valley Chili, New Mexico Chili, and that is not true. Me and many other people around here believe we can taste New Mexico chili difference, and we prefer that New Mexico taste of our chili. When offered chili peppers from other places, we just say no.
Just so you know, there is a New Mexico certified chili. It's a trademark with a certification. That way you know you're getting the real New Mexico thing. Check it out at your at your local grocery store or if you're in a restaurant. When you pick up a package or a jar of chili, look for the New Mexico certified chili trademark seal. And if it's not there, you can ask the grocery store or restaurant about it. New Mexico businesses want to support New Mexico Chili, and I'm sure they will thank you for asking. Michael Swickard here, Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces. You can hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. We do three podcasts a week. I was talking with some visitors uh, that one person said, is green chili a food, a condiment, a spice, a trade good, or a medicine? <laughs> and I answered, yes, all of them. First off, it's a food, and it is spreading across the taste buds of America. Years and years ago, not that many people had that good chili pepper smile after a meal. Then people would bring some of this chili back to their home states after coming by, and their friends would enjoy it. Well, it it spread. And the chili peppers in New Mexico are spicy enough to be a seasoning on their own, but they can also be a food such as chili rellenos, which is a cheese-stuffed chili pepper. Usually a Big Jim is one of the ones they like to use. Did you know that Big Jim was at one time the world's largest chili pepper, according to the Guinness Book of World Records? And um, it isn't anymore, but it's still a good pepper for chili rellenos. And Big Jim isn't there for show. It has a great taste that keeps people coming back for more. For people new to New Mexico, now this is important because they may not have had the chili pepper phenomenon. Well, there's a fear at times of being burnt down by the hot chili peppers. And don't tell me it hasn't happened to a lot of people. It has. Not the temperature hot, but rather the taste hot. And that can happen if you are not careful. Every family I know has a story about the first time one of them got a really hot chili pepper. And I'm not going to repeat any of them. But there's something to be learned. If you start your chili peppers to your food habit with mild, which is easy to do, it has a great flavor and just a little bit of a kick. You can always pop some cheese or sour cream on it, any dairy product, which will bind the chili capsation, the thing that makes the chili pepper hot in your mouth. You will become accustomed to the taste heat. And this will happen after a little while. And then you'll probably say, well, that doesn't seem so hot anymore. I'd like to move to medium. And that's how people move along. Some of them after a while, I don't know, a year or two, they go to hot. Most of us have a heat taste that is just right for us. Me, I've eaten chili peppers. They say, have you eaten chili peppers all your life? And I go, not yet. Well, I like medium and hot. Those are the two I like. Mild doesn't have enough kick and extra hot. Well, it's a little too much for me. I find myself sweating and it kind of burning my mouth. So I like medium and hot. You should know that chili pepper substance, that capsaicin, also has some medical uses in heart health and in pain management, especially pain management. But all of us need to watch out for people, new people to our area who've never had chili peppers and try not to scorch them with the chili peppers that are too hot. We'll 
We'll do our best to be nice about chili peppers. When they have a great uh, experience with the chili peppers, they'll come back for more. And, of course, that's what we like. Speaking of eating green or red chili peppers as a food, here in New Mexico, we put it in most of the foods. Probably the only one I was thinking of. They were asking me, what haven't you put chili into? And I said, well... I guess I haven't put it into Jello yet. <laughs> now that I say that, since you can put carrots in Jello and stuff like that, I'll try it one of these days. Kind of slip it in there, and I'll let you know what my family thinks of chili green Jello. If I was to guess the first uses of chili years ago, and I I have read a lot about history, the cattle drives. They used to have ground red chili because it could be carried without spoiling at all. You know, it wasn't going to spoil when it was powdered. And they would add some of it to the beans they were cooking. Beans was something that the beans itself, dried beans, could go a long time, not, not spoil. And so the entire dish would have some kick. And as I was reading about it, uh, I read where this cowboy said that after chewing dust all day, that uh, beans with some good red chili on it, uh, the powder was especially appreciated by the cowboys. Years ago, restaurants would add one chili dish. That would be the only one they would have, I understand. And when it was a hit, then they would look at each other in the kitchen. They'd say, well, let's add another. And then let's add another. That's that's how a lot of these restaurants have a number of of uh, chili dishes because they started with one. As people all over the country got used to our chili peppers, that's when they became mainstream and a lot of people started eating them all over the United States. Michael Swickard here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico. We're sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. You can hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. I do these podcasts three times a week, uh, two of the times, Mondays and Fridays, it's about stories. And on Wednesdays, I focus on people like Nancy Lopez last week, and I, I've done people on Wednesdays. You can look through these podcasts and see a whole lot about people. I was asked, is green chili a food, a condiment, a spice, a trade good, or a medicine? Well, it's more than that, and I don't know if you've thought of it this way, but it's also tied to family recipes that use New Mexico green and red chili. I was at a friend's house a while back, and the enchiladas that we were having, boy, they were good. They were called Grandma's Best Day. And they represented something actually handed down through several grandmothers to that person. Now, for them, it was a bit of sacred history. And the taste of that dish had to be exactly right for everybody around the table or they were going to become grumpy. And when I was there, the smiles told me that they got that recipe and that chili exactly right to the taste. So the researchers for the chili peppers at New Mexico State University, they had to be concerned and have to be concerned about pests and chili problems growing. But, you know, they also have to work on making sure that the taste of the chili peppers, be it Big Jim or Sandia or New Mex 6-4, depending on which variety it is, is dependable 
for people using the chili peppers in their grandmother's recipes. And it's no easy task as some chili has an extra word in it such as improved or heritage to mean that it was reworked to restore the original taste. It will, it will drift away a little. Over chili generations, the flavor or heat can change, and every year the researchers work hard at keeping the heritage flavors correct. These podcasts are sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces. They have a great website showing all the Hatch Valley chili available in 16-ounce jars so that you open one up and you get that fresh chili smell and taste. That's why they're called the Fresh Chili Company. You can go to FreshChiliCo.com. Just run it all together, FreshChiliCo.com. They also have lots of other chili-related products such as spices and rubs if you like to smoke things and they have a cooking area with recipes that they've created but you know what's even better there's a large private facebook group that shares chili recipes now that's really something to enjoy with over 28,000 members of the fresh chili cooking facebook group and it's a private group you have to ask to join and say that you know you'll You'll be nice, and they've got over 28,000 people there who are sharing their recipes. And again, you can do that too. Just go to freshchilico.com, find it, and it'll allow you to join the Facebook group. Heck, I even added a tasty treat, uh, a recipe myself. I was going to add more, but you know what happens? I was going to add one, but I saw something else I wanted to try. Next thing you know, I had cooked a couple things, hadn't done that. I... I guess I'm going to try a recipe for podcast Hatch Valley Chili Stew. Podcast Hatch Valley Stew. And we'll let you know how that is. And I'll post that recipe one of these days. And uh, you, you, can, uh, you can get a chance to look at that. One thing that happens when people are living in Las Cruces or they're just visiting, mostly when they're just visiting at times I hear about, the little slice of our paradise here, they can come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop. It's at 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Come by the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop and see all the various good-tasting chili products. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. Thank you for your time today. We'll always have lots of news and stories about New Mexico on these podcasts. If you have something or someone you'd like me to write about, write to me, michael at freshchilico.com, michael at freshchilico.com. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili is good, more is better, as long as it's Hatch Valley chili. Bye for now.